Arizona Science is supported by Research Corporation for Science Advancement. For Arizona Public Media, I'm Leslie Tolbert, Regents Professor Emerita in Neuroscience at the University of Arizona, and this is Arizona Science. Today's guest is John Weens, professor in the university's Department of Ecology and Evolutionary Biology. He's an expert in how animals, in particular reptiles and amphibians, have evolved in relation to their environments. Welcome. Thanks. It's great to be here. What drew you to the study of evolutionary processes that have driven animal species to differentiate in so many spectacular ways? Um, I really... uh like the diversity of life, like studying all these different species and how they came to be different from each other. And so that's fundamentally about evolution. You have lots of interesting ideas about what's driven different animal species to have different colors and patterns. Tell us about that work. It's quite fascinating. Well, thank you. Well, so one thing to think about is like most animals just blend in, right? So they're, they're just colored like their backgrounds. But there are other animals where they just stick out like a sore thumb, right? And they've got these really bright, distinctive colors. And so it turns out there's two major functions that they're using with that. And one is, is that they're, they could be attracting mates, and the other is that they're actually trying to scare away predators because they're toxic or they're mim- mimicking species that are toxic. We think it basically comes down to their day-night activity patterns, both uh, currently and their ancestors, what their ancestors did. So basically, if you are at currently active during the day and your ancestors were active during the day, then you tend to use these colors to attract mates. So that would include things like birds, like brightly colored birds, like the vermilion flycatcher or the elegant trogon, or lizards, right? So we have brightly colored lizards around here, like the, like the desert spiny lizards with purple on their backs and blue on their bellies and blue on their throats. So they're using those colors to attract mates. Whereas the ones that are using them to scare away predators, those are groups that are ancestrally active at night. So that includes amphibians, like frogs and salamanders, and also snakes. So the idea is that over time, if you were evolving to have these bright colors that your conspecific potential mates might have seen during the day, but you're only active at night, it can evolve for a different reason, and that is to avoid predation. Exactly. And, and one of the key differences is that when you see these ones that have bright colors to attract mates, it's almost always just in the adults and typically just in the males. Whereas if it's a warning coloration, it tends to be in all the individuals, male, female, young, old. They've all got it. So tell us something about uh, another aspect of your study, which is about climate change and how that's affecting diverse animal species. What's the big picture that you're drawing together? Well, I guess the, the bottom line there is that if we don't sort of change our ways in terms of carbon emissions, we're looking to, to lose perhaps one-third of all the species of plants and animals. That's what a, a study that we did a few years ago showed um, uh, or suggested. Uh, on the other hand, if we were able to keep those emissions lower, we are only on track to lose maybe one in six, based on our projections. What are you doing to help us understand we've got to do something? I've mostly just been focusing on the science, really, and trying to, to, to come up with, with these sorts of numbers. And, and I haven't really been involved in policy or anything like that. I, I'd, be, I'd be happy to help, but I've kind of been you know, stayed in my lane and just kind of focused on on doing these these studies. But your studies help us to realize that there are 
so many more aspects of climate change that we should be thinking about than that are on our plates right now. And this broad diversity of species seems like something absolutely essential to try to um, preserve. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think that we should be trying to preserve you know, nature and biodiversity for its own sake. But there's there's no question that there will be consequences for us for, from losing all these species. One obvious way is, is pollinators. A lot of the species that we're likely to lose are insects. Uh, a lot of our crop species depend on them for, for pollination. You know, we're, we're using that biodiversity. And, and so that will that will have consequences for us. Well, thanks very much for for this conversation about your work. It's absolutely fascinating and so important to understand what drives the evolution of diversity among species. Thank you. It was great to be here. Evolutionary biologist John Weens is an expert in how particular species evolve in relation to environmental pressures. You can listen to this in all Arizona Science Conversations at azpm.org slash Arizona Science. I'm Leslie Tolbert. Thank you to Research Corporation for Science Advancement for their support of Arizona Science.